Joe is like, Joe's worked at Golden Apple forever. Oh, and he's like a comic book Apple. nerd. That's good. Expert. Expert. <laughs> Expert. <laughs> See, so already, like, already Expert. he's Justin. Already he's yeah, Justin. I'm, uh, you know, listen. <laughs> I was the guy people are like, wait, you read comics? Because uh, yeah. you're so cool <laughs> right. with your yeah. leather jacket, <laughs> always hanging out with your thumbs up at the jukebox. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> the jukebox. You know, oh. like I was the guy, you know, I didn't know you even you read comics. I was part <laughs> of the vanguard that made comics cool. There you go. I love that you were like, I was this cool guy. And then what you described is just the Fonz. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I bottled my life after Fonz. Hello and welcome to a new Popsicle pop-up. This is going to be, uh, this is an irregular series as it has been thus far uh, of the Popsicle team with maybe some guests every now and then, which we have today, breaking down stories that we, for whatever reason, just couldn't resist talking about. Basically, it means that one or more of us got to bug up our ass to talk about something new because we liked it that much. Uh, sometimes we can't it'll talk be... about bug up your ass when we're getting ready to talk about this topic. We, we need, we're about it's to talk about hero gasm. Yeah. It's too real. Size changing, size changing bugs. Come on, let's do it. Let's Welcome to Hero uh, Today's group is, of course, <laughs> myself, uh, Philip Kelly. Hi. Uh, we've got uh, Claire Thorne. Hi, Claire. How's your Hello. Sunday? It's quite delightful. Excellent. Kelly Sue is also here. Hi, Kelly Sue. How are you today? Hi. I am so good. And that special guest of ours is Joe Slepsky uh, from the Joe on Joe podcast. How are you, Joe? I'm doing fantastic, Philip. Thank you for inviting me on today. Yeah, of course. Well, I knew, well, I saw that you liked the show uh, I, somewhere, I think, and I wanted to have. Well, listen, if, if there's a if there's a discussion that involves both superheroes and sexual depravity, I'm your guy. <laughs> Well, I know you, I mean, we're probably the, the expert. Yeah. He's the expert. Yeah. Which yes, I don't, I'm going to include that in the beginning. So we have a reference point for that. Uh, we're probably Joe, you, you and I are probably the only two that have read the comic. Yeah. Herogasm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. yes, 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 yes. So yeah. we have some point of reference coming into this. So I want to start with the two that have no point of reference coming into this experiencing a version of herogasm for the first time. And then we'll just kind of go from there. But Kelly Sue, Claire, herogasm. Oh my God. Oh my God. So much. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with the fact that I think I'm deciding I need to read the boys. Like I need to read it based on this. The fact that it came in this episode, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know if I should admit that to people or <sighs> next therapy topic. Okay. Wait, you came into the show on this episode? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is I oh. made my decision in this episode that I oh. need to read the comic. Got and it. I feel that, that there's something there that is for a minute. I was like, Claire, what are you doing? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I've been watching the boys from day one. Um, but I, I have no experience of the comic. So yeah, I don't even know. Um, my reaction to this episode as a lover of the show, um, I, I'm always amazed at how, um, I'm really amazed at how they're able to do what they do on this show, the Mm -hmm. way that all of it's executed and how incredible, like how solid the storytelling is to be able to facilitate the outrageousness of what I'm looking at at any moment watching the show. You never know what's coming when they walk up to- 
Pun intended. <laughs> you never know what's coming, but you always know something is. <laughs> tell, that, tell that to mother's milk. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh my God. Oh I, my God. I, that would happen to me, by the way. If I walked into Herogasm, that is what would happen to me. 100%. But just them walking up and then the guy with the with the extendable penis. Awesome. That's, yeah. Is it, ex- I mean, it's like prehensile, like, like a growing. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell yeah. if it was extendable and therefore he could retract it or if it was just that way all the time. And that's a, that's a whole life as a superhero. Like, you just have, burden. like that's yeah. Like it was like if doc Ock had penises. Yes. Yeah. Instead. That's yes. what it was reminding me of. Yeah. Oh my God. Like you got to wear a lot of loose shirts to wrap that around you if you just want to kind of oh. go go out in a normie oh, world. God. You know, lots of wrapping. So <laughs> um, yeah. But really this episode I felt was, you know, out, outside of all of the penises and there were so many, <laughs> um, which I appreciate by the way. They're not just showing boobs and vaginas. They're showing yeah. Yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Um, I really love where all the characters are in their respective arcs. You know, I feel like the higher the emotional stakes are in any episode, it's almost like they match the emotional depth with insanity Mm -hmm. and it works. It's amazing. Well, Joe, you, you do come at this Joe from having read the comic like I did. And the the hero gasm is a six issue thing. Yeah. Uh, And it's been a while since I've read it. And I don't remember how much of those six issues are dedicated strictly to hero gasm. Well, it so my take on it was, um, uh, yes, I, Kelsey, I agree with everything you just said about the show. First of oh, all, okay. let me just let me just mm-hmm. clear the air and say, yeah, I love it. I love this season better than last season. I thought last season mm-hmm. they focused more on the bad guys, or the, or yeah. the, well, the superheroes, oh, yeah. and less on the boys. And I really like the boys comic book and the TV show when it uses the boys as the lens, yeah, instead of just showing us this other side of their equation. Um, and they got away. From, my feeling was they got away from that in the second season as interesting and funny and you know gross out or whatever as it could be yeah um whereas this season they really are putting it through the lens of the boys and i think that's really key because i'm enjoying this season much much more um all the all the what you're saying about the emotional arcs and where each character is when they get to this point all of that true and valid and i'm really enjoying this season um so you said that though hero gasm the comic was a comic convention yeah like it was like a bigger deal and when oh, they yeah. rolled up to it i knew this was the herogasm episode so when they just rolled up to a house and i'll <laughs> use this phrase and it was just a standard orgy um <laughs> honestly i was standard. actually i was a little disappointed i really was like <laughs> yeah i i love all the depths of depravity they went to that was really fun and, and not you know points to them for pulling it off you know within standards and practices i read an article about that where they 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 just used it as a checklist and mm-hmm. and they worked within it so kudos but i wanted more joe I that's did. like that's yeah. like watching the show hannibal and complaining that you don't get a whole like hannibal cruise but you only got a backyard bat barbecue or something well, like, that's just well like, if the original novel involved enough. hannibal being on a cruise and eating oh. his way through every passenger on the cruise <laughs> And then, they, and then what they shot was just like, he rented a dinghy to go fishing for the day <laughs> and he ate one and a half of the people on the dinghy. 
yeah. yeah that that's how i felt like there wasn't the pomp and circumstance behind mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there weren't there. enough costumes there were powers on display yeah but yeah. like to see these costumes doing it i think adds an element of this pizzazz well and yeah. 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 And, and also to see in the in, in the comics, there is a lot of terrible stuff done to the sex workers. Yeah. Like it, it's it's harsh. Like it's like these you yeah. see how much these these powers, these supers don't care about the sex workers they bring in. And Unless there's a lot they're, of they're death. clearly male sex uh, workers and female sex workers. Sure. So I mean, going back to that, mm-hmm. like evenness yeah. of like equality oh, of gays, like yeah. it's not yeah. just a bunch of women brought totally. in. And they, they, they talk about it in the episode. They say, yeah, they, they bring sex, sex workers that unfortunately don't make it out. <laughs> like they, yeah, they, basically, it's good. they say it. Is, it they right, say it's it. mentioned, but it's yeah. it because uh, it drives that point home of yeah. just the depravity and turmoil. Yeah. Now, maybe because you have... And the thing with the boys that always struck me in the comic as well, and it's the show, it's even more apparent because you're seeing humans do it, is the way that the boys would interact in the same society as these superheroes. And this line of, I whenever I read the comic, I was always like, why don't they just murder them all? You know, or you know, like like they do all these depraved stuff, but then the boys are able to weave throughout their meetings and show up in social without any superpowers, and right. and get away with like like I know you're after me. Mm-hmm. It's the classic Luther Superman, but flipped. Yeah, Superman knows Luthor is a bad guy, but he doesn't just go take him out, you know, and in mm-hmm. this case, they know the boys are after them. They just don't take him out. So maybe when you see that in real time. To then also have the boys interacting in a scene where all this depravity is taking place, and then you add in the actual trauma to the sex workers. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a choice to say, let's just not show that. Yeah, because yeah. then it, it really does implicate the boys. Yeah, you know, even more you know, even more so. So I don't know, maybe that's, well, that's the choice. No, that makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. cause we're right now dealing with character arcs. We're getting some character arcs where people are turning their heads and, mm-hmm. and being complicit in some horrible things, like, especially with Huey mm-hmm. being kind of the one. And we see a train coming around to not wanting to be that anymore. And we see like what, how themes of how do we handle fighting against this sort of power that 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 people have and you know the satire is there with the government and with corporations and Mm -hmm. what is the best way forward and uh uh, echoes of what's going on here in the last few days you know how do we go forward like what what tactics do we use what do we become to fight this um Mm -hmm. and it was so meaningful to have starlight just step up and strip everything (laughs) down and just be yourself Mm -hmm. you know uh uh so yeah, I mean, yeah, like Kelly Sue, you were talking about this is this is that episode where you know the sixth episode. We've got two episodes left. Mm-hmm. Everything is kind of at the peak of their stakes, like the highest stakes possible. And now we're going to see how it all unravels these next two episodes. Mm-hmm. And that's like it's fantastic storytelling using really in like this eight episode arc, and it feels yeah. so yeah because it's ahead. not just the tension like Kelly Sue is like you always know something is coming and mm-hmm. that's that is a such an extreme tension in the show all the time like you yeah. just knowing as an audience that every scene you're going to get is going to be something you're going to have to deal with after the show stops like it's oh I'm just going to need to deal with the fact that I saw that heard that <laughs> did you know <laughs> whatever it was but I think the show also it's just the basic structure of this story in which you have this character 
characters, but particularly Homelander, who is so omniscient or just like complete in his power. And so that tension of always feeling like it's too big to tackle, it's too like, it's impossible. You're, yeah. The audience is feeling like it's always impossible. And I think that's something that in society we feel all the time right now is just this, this, mm-hmm. you know, every day we're hit by something new that mm-hmm. just feels like an impossible mountain to have to get over. Um, mm-hmm. This is where we buy running up that hill, Philip, to put mm-hmm. like, just splice it into the episode. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's very yeah. cheap right now. And <laughs> storytelling, story you're so right, Clarissa. And storytelling wise, they, they, they keep doing this and they keep having to do this is remind us of the stakes for Homelander, you know, because they have mm-hmm. to remind us why Superman doesn't just take over everything. And it's the yeah. public opinion, uh-huh. um, which is so maddening because we know how it went with who they're mocking, you know, yeah. uh, Orange Joker, like that the public opinion is fleeting and they forget and they just go on to do more criminal acts and more ridiculousness. <laughs> yeah because this new cycle moves on and forgets so they they, i think they do a great job of every time you think hillmaner is about to be in a position where he can just dominate someone has to you know someone walks in the assistant i forget her name she's great the redhead yeah ashley ashley yeah ashley ashley and ashley yeah where she has to be a redhead much longer no well (laughs) fountain of blood oh my god where where they have to step in it and remind you of, oh, your public opinion, your numbers, your numbers, your numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's what's keeping him in check. And, and unfortunately, like we saw in real life, once they realize that that don't matter, mm-hmm. that's when he's going to really be unleashed. Yeah, totally. I, I love the fact that the showrunners just, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelly. Sue, no, please. I just love the fact that the showrunners just double down on every in every episode we are giving the most blatant references to trump <laughs> and the things that he's done from the taco salad whatever yes to the, um, like it's just they're the just quoting the meeting with the ceo and the, oh, the ceo meeting with all the people going around the tell me tell me how much you love me. yeah, yeah. Uh, so great and to watch <laughs> the incels reaction okay. online of like yeah i can't believe you're mocking me oh they've been mocking you for three years yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You morons. <laughs> On, anyway. Unreal. But to that point, <laughs> um, I want to, because everything that you've said is 110% correct, because I find myself thinking that watching the show, like if Homelander knows that he's all powerful, then he can just go and, you know, why doesn't he just laser Stan? Why doesn't he just laser Nadia, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and that's such a perfect sort of perspective to have. And then it, 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 I think that's pr- what makes that scene from this episode so powerful, the scene that he has with his reflection in the mirror. And also, can we just say, like, give him all the Emmys, like mm-hmm. give him all of the Emmys. Yeah. Because to pull off a performance like this, believably, mm-hmm. and have me be excited whenever you're on screen when you're this awful yeah he's so good he's yeah. so so good this season has just been i would say it's about 78 percent of the season is just close-ups on his face oh my god 
while mm-hmm. and from episode one, when he was just alternating between like, I am a empty, dead void. I have nothing left mm-hmm. in me to turning on a smile in the middle of an interview. And he, his, He's his acting, it, yeah. it, it's just, it's stunning. It's so stunning. You wouldn't have like this, the show would not be as good as it is if it was anybody else. Yeah. And when, when he's in a room with uh, um, Butcher, oh my God. Yeah. the two of yeah. them on screen together, oh, wow. he's like, I want that confrontation all the time, every yeah. time. Yeah. All the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. All, yeah, all the time. The and I, lo- I, I just love Between Butcher him yeah. and Butcher and mm-hmm. Soldier Boy. Yeah. Or, or as I prefer, when, when, when Frenchie refers to him, La, Ch- La Charcuterie, I can't even pronounce it, but <laughs> La Charcuterie, French for the Butcher. Yes. Yeah. The, the, whenever he says that, that's just this perfection <laughs> i love it yeah. oh man so good i love jensen eccles as soldier boy yes mm-hmm. he's been great and the I, whole I, captain americanness yeah. of like in, even him just like in this episode showing up with the the floppy hair and the beards like oh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay, and i feel like he's kind of doing i feel like he's kind of doing chris evans a little bit oh feels yeah. like it yeah totally, totally well, i'm like sure Completely. that's yeah they're like we want you to be as chris evans throw a little uh you know winter soldier in there yeah. but yeah. Totally. a little bit of both totally oh. and andy i like the the performance he's giving of being conflicted like when he admitted yeah. that he just lost control and like he doesn't feel great about that no but he still is pissed that that he got sold out you know to the russians all those years ago yeah yeah like yeah i feel really bad about that but i'm gonna go and blow up these people later today <laughs> by the way seth rogan's cameo on the other oh, end of the my, sex tapes yeah awesome just... by the way i believe he was playing himself i i absolutely 100%. i absolutely 100%. want yeah. to live i want to believe that he was just saying i'm seth rogan <sighs> and i would be on the other end of that camera that was amazing um... <laughs> just, and I... I believe i saw when it, at Herogasm, I think that that uh, vibrator was the starlight vibrator, right? Yes. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. The yeah. one yeah. flying around. Yes, the one yeah. flying around. The starlight, yeah. the starlight branded one. Yeah, yeah. that's great. I love yeah. that they are so careful in you know oh, carrying the audience s- along. That we we get this like very intimate. You know, in earlier the episode before, we get this very intimate, you know, meeting of all the dildos, and yeah. you know, yes. like we just we met each one very. It was very, you know, nicely done. We're building so a world. Recognize it. Yeah, exactly. Did you notice on the uh, on the shoulder behind, over their shoulder in the the Wonder Twins house, <laughs> they had all the memorabilia, and it was old school, like superpower style Wonder Twins products that would have been for sale in the eighties. Hilarious. It was, like, it was like their house memorabilia. Right, yeah, right, like right. this is our playset from nineteen eighty six. Yeah, would have been. You know, now is vintage. It was all on their walls and their shelves. It was just the, great. the, the details in the show. Are great. The polarizer scene in the previous episode was. Oh, it felt like fact- a movie producer's house that I've been in. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. that's. I mean, it felt accurate. Uh, the fact that I'm rewatching Mad About You right now, and then we got the polarizer scene was Paul just. Is it so just good. I want to. I want to so talk about the most. I think probably even more despicable than uh, Homelander because he's such a wimp. He's such a weenie. Is the deep? I want to. I want to oh, talk about the deep for a second. Thoughts? Because I, I, he, he's such. <laughs> like I don't. I don't. I don't have a word for him. He. He's like the actor is 
killing it. Right. I don't, I, I like oh, what yeah. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Uh, killing it. He's such a weasel. I guess that's the word I would use a weasel. Um, in every aspect, he's, he's loathsome. A weasel? A yes. Seasel. And every, every time, every time he fails, I laugh so hard. Every time he's caught in a moment of sheer embarrassment, I laugh so hard oh my because he's so weak. You and know, his, his wife is going to end up sleeping with Homelander. Um, like she's going oh. to, she wants to she wants sure. to move her way up the ladder oh yeah so Probably. he's going to find you like find her in bed with homelander at some point this season sure. that'll be his low point i don't know how much octopus i don't know how much lower he could get like he, you know he he dashes the dolphin across the the road in the first season he the whale gets killed in the second season mm-hmm. which is <laughs> hilarious and but getting caught fucking uh a squid well, and he also is... had to eat his friend he had to eat oh, his friend. friend oh that's my actually, god that was that's when awful. i felt the most for him yeah that's when i felt the most yeah I think that was what, that's one uh, of the first times with this show where i'm like guys it was so much that was, that was so painful a little it was... over the line my man <laughs> it was so much but i felt yeah. too much and you know they say you know that that you know in 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 real in like in our our world obviously you yeah. know animals can't consent yeah but put it in the boy's world he speaks to animals yeah yes. the matter yeah. of consent and consent as we like to say is sexy mm-hmm. that animal consented to being with him yeah right maybe yeah so yeah, maybe wants, well well <laughs> assuming maybe he let's just shown himself to be very interested in <laughs> that is true true that is so true. let's just say the avenues of communication are open so that the deep can get can get consent so i, I yeah. i'll you know so in <laughs> the that fact that world, we're having this conversation yeah, is bonkers in that world i want him to be in a consensual happy relationship with whomever he chooses he's a jerk yes. and he's an a-hole don't get yeah. me wrong and, they and he's an abuser they did put the disclaimer i was gonna say we all saw the that said yeah. all the animals right. consented right yeah. yes. right right yes. so i, I think in the broad picture he'd be happier with with uh one of his I, own i think so too we yeah were, we started the episode and that really disclaimer fair. came up and i'm like oh holy shit yeah. this is not going to go well, well the second this that they were so like these special effects cost us so much i instantly was like there's another octopus involved for you. yeah oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I love that he smuggled the octopus out. The octopus is just another, you yeah. know, sex worker that needs to be protected yeah. for yeah. him. Yep. I oh mean, that's not entirely wrong. Yeah. Okay. It so, is wrong. It's so entirely wrong. But anyway, I'm sorry. I want to switch no- gears. <sighs> yeah, please. Oh, unless somebody was getting ready to say. No, I was just about no. to defend bestiality in the world of the voice, but go ahead, please. Oh, good, good, Stop good, me good, from fine, doing it's that. It's fine. I do want to talk about what I think was one of my favorite scenes in this episode. And it's when a train goes to confront Ashley. Uh, mm-hmm. um, that whole scene. I was like, this is the power of the boys as a show. And as like a storytelling machine, because here's a train fucking pissed because a soup messed up his brother and Ashley is like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's totally okay until it's happening to you. Right. And then you need to have justice. And I was like, this show is amazing. Yep. 
A-Train's, yeah. It's exactly right. And the way that they've handled A-Train all the way up until this point, it was like a cathartic experience because you're like, we start the show with you literally running somebody over, through. I don't even know what you call that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And for him to have all of this like very well-placed anger, yeah. but absolutely no awareness of how he's complicit or no awareness of how he's done the same exact thing was genius. The way that they wrote and shot the scene, Ashley's reaction, all of it was just chef's kiss. And for him to end up doing something to this guy. Was it Blue Streak? Was that his Blue name? Hawk. Blue Hawk. Blue Hawk. Blue Hawk. Yeah. He ended up as a streak. He ended up as a red streak. As that was the, that was the <laughs> yeah. joke I was going to make. He turned Blue Streak into the red streak. But I was, yeah. Yeah, couldn't remember the yeah, the Hawk. Yeah. But it's harsh on, you know, it, it's it's a direct reference to, you know, the that incident with the, you know, whites or whatever racist guys. And I forget what Southern state, you know, pulling the black man behind their truck. Yeah. It's. Mm-hmm. It, to have that visual and mm-hmm. I think most people would immediately know what they're referencing. It's yeah. Yeah. It's. And it's then not, he does it knowing that this is probably going to be the end for me. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. die doing this. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, it was his brother. Trash, was, yeah. Right? yeah. 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 A train story has been uh, surprisingly remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting uh, that's that, and that's the great thing. I don't. I have not expected any of this to be as good or as meaningful right. or as wonderfully done as it has been. It well, just the has. comics. The comics don't flesh out the 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 superheroes. Uh, a few of them they do. Yeah, but they yeah. don't flesh out as many superheroes as the show has fleshed out. Right, because they're in Garth Ennis had so many. Garth Ennis one hates superheroes, and two has so many targets to hit that they were just disposable. You know, you'd bring in your pastiche. There's so many superhero teams from both companies and superhero individuals that you can, that you can um, satirize and parody that he wouldn't, he would just bring somebody in. Oh my God, they're parroting Hawkman and then kill him right away because there's (laughs) Adam and then there's the flash. And then there's so many people to get to in their 70 some issues that he didn't need to have them stick around so that they're the show is able to flesh them out and, and get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly why I love the show. I love, it's not that I hate superheroes, right? Like I, all of these things exist at the same time for me. I love, I love superheroes and I love that pure depiction of, you know, like the super, the Superman depiction of a superhero mm-hmm. where it's pure and golden and, you know, mm-hmm. um, uplifting and inspiring, et cetera, et cetera. But I also love the recognition that there can be storytelling of superheroes that acknowledges them as complete human beings. In this case, it's complete human beings that are for the most part, major assholes, which, you know, a percentage of them would be if we had that reality. Um, I've appreciated Marvel because they give us a certain degree of that. But when you think about it again, it's, you know, we're not getting, we're not getting a complete picture from most of the characters of their, you know, potential to just be horrible. And that's having storytelling that, that acknowledges that people can just be horrible is it's so important. It's, it's. Yeah. Cause not yes. everybody was raised by the Kents. 
That's true. Right. Like, for real. Like that's yeah. that's yeah. That's, I, that's always the deciding moment of yeah. why Superman doesn't go bad is because he was raised by the Kents and the Kents are inherently yeah. good people. Uh, the, except it, except in the Zack Snyderverse when they say, yeah, maybe let those kids die in a bus. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean. That is that's yeah. always been the deciding point. Um, and it's 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 important to show that. Yeah. Well, and and just the emphasis that's just complete lack of subtlety around emphasizing the fact that that much power. Yeah. It, there's there there probably isn't anyone who can be a Superman or a Captain America or whatever with the as much power as they're given. Yeah. And do good things all the time and there not be any consequences to even the good things that they're doing right i love that word but mm-hmm. also hero gasm is what is making me want to go by the boys <laughs> and read it so it's like back to the orgy back to, yeah. back to orgy. just the standard orgy yeah. let's, yeah, let's, let's uh, get in there let's let's take a look at that because i you know what they could have easily just had the money shot on mm and just had it had to be the joke they took their time to build up to that moment <laughs> there was like even in these moments of like extreme crassness and ludicrous they're like oh he gets something on his arm ah i'm gonna go get this off and then like they oh. they sort of they they set you up for it without really giving it away yeah and even oh in these moments God. like the level the level of storytelling on the show that they give to every element of this show is pretty remarkable even the stupid stuff talk about porn for a little bit too because like (laughs) in terms of female versus male gaze like you know your standard porn scenario like very frequently ends with a woman Mm. in that situation right yes yes and it's not it's not enjoyable but we're, we're we're meant to think that oh we would want that we we don't we we're not gonna want that no 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 it's oh just sticky God. it's not, hey guys i'm sorry hey guys yeah no no it's like not, no yeah seeing mm get covered in it like yeah from head it's to like, toe is yeah, that's see, the feeling you, know, you should yeah. be feeling yeah. about yeah. The guy that call him like a big chocolate bear too <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes 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 that was amazing yes it was yes it was seeing yes uh, seen, which seen, isn't which isn't whoever wrong. is on the other side of that is stoked <laughs> <laughs> they're like whoever you are i love you that is too good there was something else i was gonna say about oh my god <laughs> okay so the guy that's clearly supposed to be ant-man <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah that whole situation from the first, the first episode, episode where he sneezes and explodes his boyfriend what and he's over this- here I forget. Didn't they kill the like guy? Was, no, they didn't. Whoa. They got him high. They got so him high. So that's the same guy. That's at the Euro same guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. Same guy. Okay. Yeah. I, so I was, was sitting there else. being like, yeah. "Wow, didn't learn your lesson." Here you <laughs> yeah. are, obviously back yeah. on your bullshit. Yeah. Bumps <laughs> gets all the juices on MM. Yeah. And then gets. <laughs> smashed <laughs> by <laughs> his little his little voice caught crying for help just before it happened too oh, yeah. so that, and that's his that's, yeah. his that's his uh that's his plot like literary comeuppance yeah so that's what he deserved from yes. the first episode yeah yes. i actually i forgot i thought i thought they end up killing him, but you're right so, yeah. yeah i thought it's, it was different oh my God. well yeah, that's they, they you know, that that 
I think that originally came from a Jeff Johns issue of Avengers. I think that predated Ennis's <laughs> stuff in The Boys. Oh, wow. You know really? this, right? I didn't it's know that. Jeff Johns put this into an issue of The Avengers. This yeah. is not a Boys originated. And, I, and so. maybe The Boys came first, but I thought Johns did it first. There's an issue of Jeff Johns' <laughs> written Avengers. So it's pre- yeah bendis avengers dissembled so it's like okay. around avengers 89 or something like that okay where uh hank pym uh-huh you see uh-huh. well you see janet full-size janet in the covers she's like hank 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 and you cut to hank pym dripping wet <laughs> tiny yeah poking out from the covers and he's like uh it's gonna be your turn now wow and we were like this was amazing like in, in <laughs> avengers so this is actually I'm sorry. you can look this up i'm sorry wow. my brain my brain is yeah. only seeing able to see that because i don't have the experience of the comics my my brain is only able to see that paul red douglas or, paul, and or, michael douglas or paul Pfeiffer. Red. yeah yeah like yeah well that's how michael douglas got cancer oh. <laughs> yep <laughs> yes yeah. i mean <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Oh my god. I believe this. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, it's yeah, it's in uh, if you of course it, it was Jeff Johns. Yeah, and I think yeah. the cover, I yeah. think Jeff. the cover has the wasp <laughs> flying around casino chips. I think the cover has something to do with casino chips, if memory if my comic yeah. book expert, not nerd brain is uh <laughs> I was completely thinking that you were like they stole so and so getting smashed under a boot from Avengers. Yeah, I wasn't expecting never that. in a hundred years. No, no, it's the it's the vagina, it's the shrinking it's the man. Vagina. In the vagina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually from an Avengers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure thank I you. imagine Ennis did it, and maybe I can't recall chicken, chicken or the egg, but it's mm-hmm. totally an Avengers. Oh no, no, no. I'm talking about the vagina. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How could you not? I look forward to that. Them using that in, in Avengers Five, the movie, Avengers the movie, oh right? We'll get to oh, it. Where's that in we'll the get MCU? To we'll get Come to on, it. Come on, cowards! <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to spend the last minute here, really quick, just touching on Kamiko and uh, her whole thing about. I guess I was the monster, like the whole mm-hmm. time, yeah. and that sort of feeling. And that, that was brought up a few times in this episode. No, Huey, this is actually who you are. I thought it was the drugs doing it too. No, this is you. You're kind yeah. of you're kind of still fucked up from using, losing your girlfriend, mm-hmm. and this is still you. Just like Kamiko's, like you know what? Maybe this is just who I am. Uh, and and yeah, I, I, it's a real again talking about themes. Like I was a little bit ago, like what makes us a monster and what makes us not a monster or even a, a hero. It, it's a, it, a, fi- a fine line being addressed in the show. And yeah, and, mm-hmm. and, and in, a, like, in a in a nerdy plot way what it's doing is it's utilizing the um erskine vita ray serum combination mm-hmm. from captain america going back to that where they always they said it wasn't it enhanced what was inside of you and what was inside right. steve rogers was a good man and it made him an even better man and mm-hmm. and in that uh, amazing fabian they says a uh kevin mcguire miniseries when they would give it to dudes who weren't good people it messed them up and that's yeah. you know that's how the red skull became the red skull because inside his heart was bad so um, don't take that serum while you have so it's kind miniature of like, Ant-Man in you. Right. <laughs> that would... Same science as Jim Carrey's The Mask. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you're a yeah. guy, you're going to just be a yeah. real crazy, zany guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then if you're evil, yep. you're going to turn into the devil. Yes. Totally. I can get yeah. behind that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean, the, the V compound is pretty much amplifying everything 
about this 24 hour V thing. It's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Quick, easy fixes, right? I love that Huey's superpower means he has to be naked. Yeah. It's hilarious. Perfect. Very hilarious. funny. Yeah. And that obviously, I love that Butcher gets like the same power as yeah. Homelander. Mm-hmm. And what does that tell you? Yeah. At, at their core, they're the same person. Yep. Bingo. Yeah. That was a test, Joe, and you passed. Thank you, Kelly Sue. <laughs> yeah. I you. Every, I mean, every time Huey teleports, it heals a little part of my soul that gets irritated by the Hulk getting huge and still having shorts on. I know. Oh yeah. When how yeah. hilarious that he teleports like, Annie, and now she's naked too. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Was that was also amazing. very. That funny. was great. That was wonderful. That was, that was wonderful. She's uh, like, the, the, okay, here's here's my nerdiness is that the acknowledgement of physics in the show is mm-hmm. like an expanse level, you know, the expanse series level of like, okay, uh-huh. we're gonna get this accurate and right in the fact that if somebody is exhibiting these powers and actually performing them, these real world consequences are going to happen, whether right. it's A train or you know, like uh-huh. it's just yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it because I get to have a little science fictiony nerd gasm mm-hmm. it, it, as it uh, is. Uh, uh, hey. hey. About the things. So, I, first annual nerdgasm. I think we'll I think we'll end at this nerdgasm comment. Right? Because it's been <laughs> uh, like, yeah. Nerdgasm already nerdgasm. exists. It's called San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Appreciate it now that it's back. Mm. Um, Real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, where Yay. can we where can we find you and your podcast online? Well, my podcast is uh is a zero orgasm talk, uh, but it is a uh GI <laughs> GI Joe podcast. Well, it's probably good there's no orgasm yeah, talk on the Joe. Sounds talk. like a missed opportunity. <laughs> in fact, yeah. I don't even swear in my podcast. So. Uh, but no, it's it's fun. It's a, a, a GI Joe podcast. Every week we we break down um the, I've been focusing on comic books lately, but it's comic books, the cartoon, mm-hmm. uh page by page, panel by panel, do break and um uh, it's called joe on joe it's on all of them pretty much all podcasters been around for about seven years and uh we have a good time awesome awesome, awesome. love it thank you for joining us uh thanks thank you for having me thank you kelly sue yeah. and claire uh to our listeners um you know follow us on social media at popsicle pod uh go to our website at popsiclepod.com join our newsletter you'll get information about some of our upcoming stuff like we're we're doing stranger things right now on our that episode was and we'll be tackling the sandman um, in August, once that drops on Netflix, and we're planning on our Twin Peaks podcast still, uh, that gum you like, uh, with a release date, a new release date to be announced. Um, so a lot of stuff milling about, ready to, ready to, ready to pop, um, like uh, all over MM, like it did all over <laughs> MM. Um, so uh, that wasn't the that wasn't a, that's a, not the, the best, best way to go out. Okay, no, let, let no. me try this. Let me try this. Uh, uh, remember, as you go out into the world. Your superpower doesn't define you. You define your superpower. Uh, And with that, we will see you next time. This has been a Popsicle Podcast production. Hi, I'm Justin Pennison from Popsicle. Recent events have been tough for America, especially the women of America. We at Popsicle stand for a woman's right to choose. And if you listen to us, I doubt you'll find that surprising. Speaking for myself, My wife and I have been monthly donors to Planned Parenthood and the ACLU for years, something we're extremely proud of. They're two of the organizations at the forefront of the fight for body autonomy, and they can use your help now more than ever. I'm going to leave you with some powerful words from a woman in my life.
everyone at Popsicle hopes that you'll take these words to heart and find a way to join us in the fight. An abortion saved my life. I haven't really openly or publicly shared this, but now is not the time for secrets. Had I not chosen or been able to choose to terminate my pregnancy, the series of events that followed would have resulted in me being dead at 24 years old. I was in a relationship with someone I didn't wanna be in a relationship with anymore. We would have been awful parents. We weren't really that great as a couple. I was terrified, heartbroken, and lost in the confusion that is standard issue for your early 20s. Today, I am a mother. I am a mother to a child that I wholeheartedly chose, the baby that I was ready for and deeply wanted. Children deserve parents who can give them their best. All children deserve to be chosen and wanted. How can a woman give her best to a child when her first thoughts of motherhood are anger, resentment, and grief? My sincere hope is that the anger and heartbreak in response to Roe v. Wade's demise will galvanize us to address the way that women are raised, are viewed, and how they are cared for and treated. I read that so that she, they wouldn't have to. Thank you for listening. Support Planned Parenthood and the ACLU. Support groups like Together Rising. It's time for progressives to get up off the mat. We're in your corner.